Okay. Good morning, Sav. I'm nervous. I have something so exciting. Um, Just a little surprise for Sav. And this is going to be a very special episode where everyone will be able to get to know Sav just a little bit more. Great. I'm a deep well. Yes. (laughs) This is going to be fun. So a little while ago, Sav asked me 20 questions. Mm -hmm. And so I have created my own 20 questions for you. And we're going to start off light and then we're going to go deep. Deep. Kind of. Okay. Um, okay. My main thing that I remember from your 20 questions is that you said Tom Hanks. (laughs) (laughs) It's my like BFF or... Oh no, you said Mariah Carey was your celebrity BFF. But the truth is, is that you wanted it to be Tom Hanks. Yeah, I do love Tom Hanks. It's just delightful. I know. What was that movie where he played with the volleyball? Wilson. Wilson. Castaway. Yeah, Mm -hmm. love that movie. Beautiful. Anyways, okay, go ahead. Okay, so are you ready for question number one? I'm ready. What's your middle name? Elizabeth. And so your full name is? Savannah Elizabeth Locke, I believe is my real name. (laughs) Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, Where were you born? Savannah Ellis Locke. It's Savannah Elizabeth Locke. I can't remember. I This is the lifelong struggle. I can't mm-hmm. remember if I kept my maiden name or not. Ah. Where was I born? I was yes. born in Winchester, Massachusetts. Mm, mm-hmm. Okay. Winchester Hospital. And do you have any siblings? I have four siblings. Mm-hmm. My older brother, Jeremy, twin sisters, Ashley and Emily, me, and then my little brother, Zachary. Mm, okay. Who do you look up to the most and what qualities do you love about that person? Is this a person that I know or just anyone? Mm, I guess it could be anyone. Why can't I get Mindy Kaling out of my mind? (laughs) I have to release Mindy Kaling from my brain space right now because I do love her. But as far as admiration, I'm actually going to have to go with my therapist on this one. Mm. She's who's coming to mind. So Sherry is my therapist and I just admire her in every single regard, but just her courage and her bravery and the way that she holds space for people has changed my life. Wow. That's Mm -hmm. so cool. Sherry's the best. She is the best. Mm -hmm. How would you describe your perfect day? I'm thinking of the Miss Congeniality quote. (laughs) Do you know what I'm talking about? April 15th. (laughs) It's not too Too cold. (laughs) Not too hot. Just warm enough for a white, a light sweater. My, my perfect day. Yeah. So basically my perfect day, I would wake up and go to Urban Market and I would get a matcha and an egg bowl with avocado, kale, and peppers. And then if I had extra cash, I would add goat cheese. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would probably spend all day outside. Mm. So I've really been enjoying my walks. So I'd probably go and do like my 10 to 15,000 steps on a walk with my friends. So that would be like you, Joe, Kat, anyone. Mm-hmm. And then I would probably do some work on my house. And then at nighttime when it was getting a little bit chillier, I would go inside, cook dinner, and watch a movie to go to sleep. Wow, that sounds Doesn't that amazing. Sound so nice? We got to do that. We got to create that perfect day. We do have to create that day. Okay. What is your favorite thing you own and why? My cell phone. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Such a millennial. Um, No, that's definitely the thing I need the most that I own. Okay. This is a good one. So I don't quite own it yet, but it Mm -hmm. is going to be mine when I move into my new house. Mm -hmm. My mom is giving me the chandelier. I'll show it to you. It's in that room down there that her grandmother bought. Wow. And I have loved it since I was little. It is the most beautiful chandelier. It has all of the original pieces. And I would say that's probably going to be the most precious thing to me, maybe besides my wedding ring, which I also love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, so pretty. Mm-hmm. That's going to look amazing It in is going to look amazing. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. Okay. What is one thing most people don't know about you? I won a dull recipe competition when I was like 11 years old. 
And I win a $500 savings bond. Wow. And it still has not matriculated. (laughs) So it is right now only worth like $330. It won't fully mature until I'm in my 30s. And then I'll be able to get my $500 from the government. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. (laughs) That's a good one. Yeah, how old were you? I think I was like 11. Oh, wow. And the recipe I won was basically ants on a log, but just with like a little twist. And I called them sand doodles Mm. because my nickname growing up was sand. Mm -hmm. And I just did sand doodles. Oh my gosh. You know what it reminds me of is that jingle that you created. Oh yeah, Bedaway. Uh-huh. Bedaway was an invention that I created when I was little, and it was basically a bed that made itself, so that you didn't have to make your bed. And this is the jingle: Start your day with time to play. Make your bed with Bedaway. <laughs> it's so amazing. <laughs> I'm glad we're sharing that with the world. Oh, it's beautiful. Okay, um, if you could eat one thing, only one thing, for the rest of your life, what would it be? Okay, does nutrition matter here? No. Okay, then pizza. from Probably from Urban Market. They're mm. gluten-free margarita pizza with chicken. Mm, yeah, mm-hmm. I haven't had that. If you had three wishes, what would you wish for? I think I would want to be in a movie. Mm. I would wish myself into being like in one movie. Mm-hmm. I could see myself being in like the movie that Rebel Wilson was in with Chris Hemsworth mm-hmm. or Liam. Mm-hmm. Like just like a fun, quirky comedy. Mm-hmm. So I think that would be one of my wishes. Okay. Another wish would be that I could write a television series with Mindy Kaling because mm-hmm. I think we would have so much fun together. Yep. And then another wish would probably be that Todd and I would own a beach house somewhere and that we could travel there sometimes. That sounds amazing. Aren't those good wishes? <laughs> and wishes granted. <laughs> Lord, do you hear me? Yes, right? Um, what is your biggest fear? Abandonment. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sharp right turn. <laughs> um, on a serious level, Benjamin, on like a for real fear, but like not like emotional fear. Mm-hmm. I would say that I'm like not a huge, huge fan of like dying in a car car or plane crash. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I have to work on my mental thoughts when I'm like high up in a plane and I look out and mm-hmm. I start thinking through like if we crash, I would just not enjoy that ride down yes. or like in a car just thinking through, like, I would not want this truck to fall on top of me. Yes. That's a big fear, like a catastrophic death. Yes. Yeah. When you experience turbulence on a flight, does it freak you out? It did not used to, and I don't know what happened, but now I'm like, I think I'm enjoying my life a little too much to lose it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Want- when turbulence happens, I'm like, ooh. Barb, I, freak I know. Out too. Yeah. CBD. I have mm-hmm. to take my CBD oil. Yep. Okay. What are you most proud of? I think in recent, in my recent life, I'm most proud of our life group. I actually just put this on a questionnaire that I had to answer. For me, when I was like struggling so much with like really cultivating a good community and being committed to my friendships and struggling with loneliness as a result of that, I'm just really proud of the way that I just initiated something, even though it was scary and Mm -hmm. stuck with it, even when it's hard. Yeah. And obviously that is because of what God has been doing in my life. But I think I'm most proud of just the way that the whole thing has turned out for all of us in the way that we have developed such good relationships and friendships that are deep and meaningful Mm -hmm. and safe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine my life without. I can't either. Yeah. I know. If you could listen to one band or singer for the rest of your life, what would it be? I think I know the answer to this one. Do you? Okay, because I'm stuck between two. Okay. I'm stuck between two. Okay, I can't remember the name of the I'm band. I'm stuck between some... Christopher Anthony John Martin, a.k.a. the guy from Coldplay. Yes. Who is just wonderful in every way. Mm-hmm. And Macklemore. Macklemore is the one I was thinking. If I had to pick, though, I think I'd get sick of rap. 
So okay. I would say I would probably stick with Chris Martin. Yeah. I mean, his voice is like yeah, butter. He butter. sang Moon River on Instagram the other day. Oh. <laughs> okay. Most embarrassing moment. When I was in high school, I had given blood and I had not eaten enough. And when I went to the bathroom afterwards, they told me to Twinkie and I didn't eat the Twinkie to like get my blood sugar low. I don't even know what it was. And I was walking towards the bathroom and I fainted in, in my high school. They had just built this new art building and the walls were made out of like exposed rock. And I fell and hit the exposed rock and slapped, like sliced my face from like top to bottom while I fainted. And I had also pooped my pants while I fainted. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's like a triple threat. And the janitor, who was the nicest human being on this planet, found me and said, are you okay? And I was, all I remember going is like, I'm fine. And like, he walked me to the bathroom, got the female janitor and like, she came in and like really like helped me or whatever. But I literally had like crap all over my blue skinny jeans (laughs) (laughs) and blood from my face. And it was just so terrible. That's terrifying. But that was a very embarrassing moment because too, I remember I had this huge crush on, what was his name? I think his name was like Paul Meehan, Paul mm-hmm. Sheehan, something like that. Mm-hmm. I had a huge crush on him. And when I was walking out of the bathroom, mind you, with blood, with crap, all of it, he was walking out of the men's restroom and he looked at me and all I remember him going is, you okay? And then oh, walked away. No. And I remember being terrified that he had seen me like that. Gosh, those words Paul probably something. reverberated in oh, your mind yeah. afterwards. You okay? You okay? You okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's like out of a movie. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Okay. I'm excited to hear you answer this one. If you could live in any other era, what would it be and why? Here's the thing. Mm -hmm. I would not thrive in any era in any era in which women were suffering. Mm. So when I think about something like fashion from the 20s, delightful. But when I think about me not being able to live my own life, Mm -hmm. not delightful. Mm -hmm. So to tell you the truth, I think I would choose now or the future. Interesting. Or like if I could meet Jesus— Zero AD. Yeah. So like, I <laughs> but even that, it's just like times were very rough for people. And when I think about the way that we're progressing and evolving, the way that the church is right now, all of it sounds very exciting to me mm-hmm. and not scary. So like fashion, I really enjoyed the twenties. Mm-hmm. And then when I think about like faith wise, I think I would have enjoyed like being able to meet Jesus in not that I don't know him, but you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? The whole thing totally. in like really being able to be around that. But Every other era, especially in my church history class, we went through like 1,500 years of history. And every time we finished, I was like, I'm so thankful that I was not around during that time. Mm. Like dying like in the bubonic plague or whatever. Like none of that sounds appealing. Ooh. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So like now or future. Yeah. (laughs) Interesting. Yes. What about you? Gosh. Well, now that you say all that, I do love the 20s for the fashion and the music Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I like the way you divided it up. Like faith, go back to Jesus's Mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. Fashion, go back to the 20s. Yeah. Because as a woman specifically, going back to a different era would be, I mean, with medicine not Mm. existing the way that it does now. Yeah. So... I would probably have a similar answer. Yeah, I just don't enjoy being told what to do. Yeah. Yeah, so. <laughs> Let me live my life, people. Yeah. Okay, who was your first crush? Um, His name that I can remember. Well, first of all, my first boyfriend was Daniel Sabot. Okay. You can find him on Instagram. His name is Mr. Prada, and he's actually slaying it. He is a host on 
like E or something like that. He's amazing. So Mm -hmm. I love him. But anyways, my first crush, because I think we were like in first grade when we dated and Mm -hmm. it was just more of like a friendship, I think from what (laughs) I remember. His name was Bill Cotis. Bill Cotis. Yes. I was in eighth grade. I think he was like a junior. So Uh I always shot above my league. Yeah. And he got married to this amazing singer, Hmm. like a Christian singer. And they were like missionaries for a while. So I think I always had good taste Hmm. because he turned out to be a really great guy. Yeah. I mean, look at Todd. Yeah. Oh, Todd is an absolute delight. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Who's Bill Cotis now? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. If you had to describe yourself in three words, what would it be? She rolled her eyes at me at this one. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to say what I hope that they are. Okay. Generous, empathetic, Whimsical. Mm, I affirm all three. What do you think about that? Yes. I affirm all Mm -hmm. three. Yes. Strong affirmatives over here. Yes. If you were an animal. Red panda. What would you be? Red panda. Red panda, 100%. Amazing. Red panda in the snow. They have some at the Nashville Zoo. Amazing. I don't know that I've seen a red panda Oh my God, they're delightful. They're so cute, Mm -hmm. so fun. They enjoy the winter, enjoy the snow. They just kind of roll around and have a good time. Amazing. I love them. A whimsical red panda. Mm, Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And they have like these cute little round faces. I I need to Google a red panda after this. Please do. Three biggest pet peeves and why? I'll get in trouble for saying a real one, so I'm not going to. (laughs) Actually, I will say this. I will say the real one. One of my biggest pet peeves is when I am walking in a straight line and a man is walking in a straight line in the opposite direction like, towards me, and then I'm always the one that has to move. Mm. I, that annoys me. Mm-hmm. And I tell Todd every time it happens, I tell Todd that's that's it again. Like, mm-hmm. it's happening again. Mm-hmm. Because if you'll notice, and if you are a woman and you're doing this, if you'll notice, th- men don't get out of the way. It's like, we're always the one that have to get out of the way. So that is clearly a pet peeve mm-hmm. of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't enjoy road rage. Mm-hmm. I don't understand it. Todd can sometimes get heated on the road. And to me, it's just useless. Mm-hmm. And that's a pet peeve of mine. Talking in movies mm. or television shows, asking questions in movies or television shows as if I have some sort of like prophetic foreknowledge into way the, <laughs> the way that the plot's going to go. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? I am a question asker. <laughs> so duly noted. Because <laughs> I assume somehow, even though the other person has not seen the movie, that they have insider information. Barb. <laughs> I know. Barb, I just noted. I, I'm yeah. glad I know this information. And I get very, no, Todd asks questions yeah. too. I get very locked in. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen as much as you don't know what's going to happen. So let's just enjoy the yes. ride together. <laughs> yeah, so I would good. say those are a good three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I did experience that the other day. I was going for a run and I had to move out of the way and move like towards the street where the cars are. I'm like, this this doesn't feel right. No. So I move that. out of the way. Mm-hmm. If you could give yourself a pep talk at 20, what would you say? So when I was 20, I was entering into my junior year of college. I had just probably started therapy because mm-hmm. it was like nine years ago. If I could give myself a pep talk, I think I would have said not to be so concerned with the outcome of like dreams and hopes and visions that I had. And I I felt like at that point in my life that I had identified some very key gifts, which were obviously there, but I wanted to bypass the maturity that it would take for me to actually exercise in those gifts in love and in kindness. And I think I would have just told myself like that there's no rush and that you can just embrace the process in knowing that the maturity and the love and the kindness that would develop in me is is so much more worthy than 
getting famous off of singing or something. Do you know what I mean? Where it's like, now that I look back, I'm like, oh my gosh, like my priorities were like, in some sense, like so good because I like know that I like, I, I was a good writer and good singer. And like, I thought that that meant like, oh, famous worship leader or famous writer or whatever. And then now that I'm looking back, I'm like, oof, like I've seen the inside of those spaces now and realizing like how much God was protecting me from a lot of things and letting me mature into the type of person that I am. And just not feeling like I needed to rush that process. Because when you're 20, you feel like you're getting old. Mm -hmm. For me, I would have just told myself to slow down. Which, if I have to guess, if you ask me that question in 10 years, I would be telling the same thing to myself today. Mm. You know? Because now I'm like, oh my God, I'm 29. Mm -hmm. Time is passing away from me. But someone who's 39 is like, oh, you're such a baby. Yeah. Yeah. That's so beautiful, Sav. It's the perpetual pep talk. Wow. Okay. Well, I hope everyone was able to get to know Sav just a little bit more. And if you're walking on the street, don't move out of the way and see what happens. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Uh, Well, we love you guys. And if you haven't been told today, we believe in you and you have what it takes. Thank you for listening. If you want to keep up with us, you can find us on Instagram at the Pep Talks Podcast. And we want to be clear, everything that we're sharing on this podcast is not or intended to be therapy or psychological advice. It does not constitute a client-therapist relationship. We are your virtual friends, not therapists. Yes. So if anything comes up for you during these podcasts, we completely understand. We're talking about a lot of different topics. So please consult a mental health provider for support. You can find a therapist through Psychology Today's website at www.psychologytoday.com. Yep. Have a great week, guys.